Make summer memories in Hampton. Visit the Virginia Air and Space Science Center. Discover 400 years of history at Fort Monroe and explore our wide-open beaches. Purchase your Sea to Stars ticket and plan your trip today at visithampton.com. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to gain recognition as a great resource for small business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals. From Inc.com to MSNBC's Your Business to Fit Small Business, um, People First, uh, there's just a whole bunch of sites that are including this podcast on the list of the best podcasts to listen to. This is really due in large part to the guests who join me for a conversation um, and they share their expertise with all of you so that you can be more successful. Today we have such a guest. Today my guest is Vindia V. Vindia is a high performance coach specializing in rapid results for entrepreneurs, business owners, and other high achieving individuals. Her big turning point came when she was hired to coach leaders working with Fortune 1000 companies. Vindia is especially pleased to have inspired many men and women in realizing their true strengths and potential and creating the impact that they desire in the world. Some of her coaching clients have gone on to be TED speakers. Vindia has a background in impactful leadership and a strong background in the financial markets industry. Thanks so much for joining me today, Vindia. Thank you so much for having me, Diane. I am just thrilled. I, and I want to dive right in because you talk about, I thought this was so interesting, a glass ceiling that a lot of high performers hit. And I'm wondering if you can tell me more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So when I talk about a glass ceiling, um, a lot of people 
think about the glass ceiling that is just specifically related to women. But the glass ceiling that I'm referring to is actually something that applies to every high, high performer that I have known in my entire life, which is like a limit that everyone just kind of goes up to and then don't go beyond that. Or the number of people who go beyond that limit is, is very, very low. It's because they don't realize that they have got certain qualities, certain beliefs in their head as to how far they can go for whatever the reason. It could be many different reasons. And basically, if they go beyond that level, either they self-sabotage themselves and come back down or they never surpass that. That's why you see a lot of high performers, whether they are in business, whether they are in a career, you can see like some individuals, like you can see from the outside that they just keep on hitting the same same kind of uh, barrier, but they don't see it. They, they see something completely different. So it's a very interesting phenomenon. And, and something that I recommend to a lot of my clients to read is um, something that is related to this is actually the big leap, um, the book. I think that's absolutely talking completely about that. So I think it's a great read if you guys want to read more about it. That's terrific. I, I, I can picture exactly what you're talking about. I think we all encounter people who we think, boy, they, they could be so much further. They could be doing so much more. And it's like those limiting beliefs that, that they have that hold them back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's uh, limiting beliefs and, and plus they they think they have got something at stake. That's that's the reason. And uh, something that's interesting that keeps on coming up uh, with my clients and a lot of people that I talk to is that everyone thinks that they want to get somewhere and they want to either progress their business or um, either get a certain amount of profit or get a certain client. But what you don't realize is that there is a reason why you haven't get, got that. There is a very, very good reason. And you probably don't see that the reason why you haven't got it is because you don't want it at a certain state, like at, at a certain level, you don't want it as well. A lot oh, of people don't see so that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there is a conflicting part in you for whatever the reason that you actually don't get it it's because there's a conflicting part that's saying oh you're gonna lose something but when you look from the outside you can't tell and you know logically you so badly want it but there's a subconscious thing that's saying oh uh hang that's bad territory there is something else in it mm. that is really interesting okay so why don't they want it are they afraid of it that is a great question. So it could be different for different people. It's, it's a very, very unique thing. Um, for an example, um, uh, if I take a, one of my clients as an example, um, one of the scenarios that came up was that, um, so she wanted to do some videos online. So some YouTube videos that is going to benefit um, her upcoming program. And she wanted to just get out there and then talk about it. But what ended up happening was that she, you know, she wrote down that she wants to do this thing. She has got the script. She has got pretty much everything that she wanted to go. She knew who she wanted to talk to. And I cannot possibly think of a more qualified person to talk about this subject than she did. But 
she never actually got to do it. And what ended up happening was that I kind of started drilling down deeper, which is, I guess, what I work with my clients for. Um, and what I ended up realizing was that, and, and she got to this point and it was a big aha moment for her was because she had a fear that if she did this video, um, going beyond the doing the technical video part and editing and everything, and then this video gets out there, people would be judging her for that. Because she is, uh, I think um, part of it is because um, she is a uh, one, a lesbian. So you have gone through a lot of things in your life, um, socially from that aspect. And some part of it was playing up as well, because socially there are still challenges that's coming through. So this is playing up. Oh, if I get out there and if I put myself out there, people will be judging me in that direction and this direction. And that was playing up in a head, but she didn't see it. And I, you know, it's really not easy to see. So this is just one example of it. And there could be zillion variations of it. Yeah, I, I, thank you for that. I, I can absolutely see people being afraid of being judged. I, I, ha, I knew someone um, a couple years ago who had the imposter syndrome where she was afraid people were going to see that she was an imposter, even though she really knew her business really, really well. I mean, she really was an expert at what she did. She didn't feel like it. And she was afraid <laughs> that other people were going to call her out on that and she wouldn't be able to defend it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And by the way, talking about uh, imposter syndrome, I think I have, I have imposter syndrome big time as well, but I've had to <laughs> overcome that myself. Um, but I, I don't know, I might be very generalizing here, but I think especially when it comes to women, we have that big time. This is, yeah. I might be wrong, but this is a pattern that I've started um, kind of seeing in myself and, and a lot of people that I work with as well, because we're just so bad at owning up to what our true potential is. And we're just so bad at taking credit for who we are and who we could potentially be. But that's going to kill you in the long run if you don't tackle it at the earlier stages. Boy, so I think you're absolutely right. And I think it's because we were raised to not be boastful. So we don't know how to be um, confident because it, yeah. it's such a lot, right? And speak confidently about our ability because we're afraid it's going to be seen as bragging. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's, it's absolutely right. Like we've been told to be humble for mm -hmm. um, what we achieve and, you know, not, like, not be boastful. Absolutely. But I think when it comes to business, especially when you put yourself out there as a brand, it's a completely different story. I'm sorry, yeah. no one is going to come knock on your door and ask, hey, what are you doing? No one is going to do that, right? So you have yeah. to get out there and yeah. you have to put yourself out there on the line. Otherwise, people are not going to see it. And, and that's why I, this is a sad scenario that I see. I see a lot of people out there who's making a lot of noise and they're not sometimes necessarily the most talented or the people who's got the best product, but they're the most confident people. <laughs> they are the most confident yes. people. Yes. It's sad. Right. But <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I know we have to change that, which you're working on. So, yes. <laughs> um, so speaking of that, let, let's talk some about leaders, uh, because I think this is also a really challenging area. And I think there's a lot of people who 
are either put into leadership positions or they want to be in leadership positions. Um, you say that there's a quality that every leader has to have that a lot of people are not talking about. What mm -hmm. is that? Okay, so there are many, many, many different things, but I think one key thing that I can definitely point out is that if you are a great leader, you should be able to step out of the spotlight and put that spotlight on your team or whoever your following is. You have to be able to do that. If you always want to say, look at me, look at me, look at me, and how awesome I am, that's great. That's great at early stages, but you're not going to build a great team behind that. You should always, that is the point where you need to be humble. That is the point where you need to be humble and say, hang on, there is a whole team behind me or there is a whole following behind me that is making this dream come true and be able to actually take that leadership and play it into the strength of everyone else. Because of what a lot of people, especially when it comes to business, and it's, a, it's a interesting that, that you just mentioned when you started talking about this topic, is that some people get put into leadership positions. And uh, especially when it comes to entrepreneurs, you've got no choice. You gotta be a leader. You gotta be the visionary, right? Yeah. But something that interesting happened is that if you don't have natural leadership abilities if you don't have the tendency to work with people very well it's a dangerous area to be in because your people is your soul of the company and if you can't put the spotlight on them and if you don't know how to delegate properly if you don't know how to motivate people properly then you're not going to have great people working for you a very long time that's why i see a lot of entrepreneurs complaining oh i can't find great people um i can't keep people stick that's because you don't know what is going to make them tick you probably focus too much on yourself and what you need and not on your team so yeah. there's a lot of yeah. elements that's in it mm. yeah yeah I, I i think that that is a great point and and i i really like that that they need to step out of the limelight and they have to be willing to do it or stay out of it and really understand that without their team they could not be successful they're not doing it on their own no matter what their team looks like yeah yeah absolutely and you know what talking about leadership i think one of the people that i look up to a lot is jeff hoffman um you probably have uh you probably know him already like he's the um founder of priceline and uh, if you talk to if you haven't heard him talking just about how he built his companies and how he built his team it's just absolutely inspirational because he is all about his people because um something that he says and i absolutely believe is that business is not a solo sport you may start yeah. solo but you're not going to go far if you play solo business is a team sport if you don't understand that you're not going to go far you have to understand it that it's a team sport and you have to put the right players in the right places of your team for you to move faster and go to the place that you want to go or, or just even achieve things that is unimaginable. And if you're not able to do that, you're just going to find it really difficult because there's nobody, there is not going to be a single person who is 
going to be doing the job exactly as you do because you, mm -hmm. you're just so picky and you're just micromanaging and controlling and no one wants to be around a leader like that. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that. And I actually have heard Jeff Hoffman speak years ago at a conference and you're absolutely right. It, it was so inspiring um, because of his, his whole philosophy. And I'm really glad that you said all of that because I think entrepreneurs really need to hear it. I, I think one of the things that they struggle with is expecting people to do things exactly the same way they do. And that's not what their expectation should be. It should be that they do things well. And if you let people do things the way they do them, they're going to succeed. And that should be the only thing you really care about, not that they do things the way you want them to do them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I think uh, um, one of the things that I believe in a lot is that if somebody's working for me, they fail at their job. I think it's my fault because yeah. I haven't set them up to succeed because I haven't yeah. set up the right processes in place. I haven't given them the right vision in place for them to go. Now, this is not to say that everyone is going to be a right fit. That's not absolutely what I'm saying. But a lot of the cases, even the best employees or best people would fail if you don't give them the right tools, the right, uh, right information and everything. So I always look at myself and if I, if I've failed or if I think a team member hasn't pulled something the way that I expected, it's definitely my fault. And let's look at, okay, how do we correct that? Because I want to minimize that. I, I want to minimize my failure and make sure that I succeed. And this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs, I think, struggle with as well, because we have such a hard time trying to perfect things yeah yeah I yeah I completely agree with that okay so speaking about high performers in general what do you think is like the biggest challenge that they face and how do they overcome that challenge what would be your advice to them I think one of the biggest problems that I have seen is it's a kind of a part of that imposter syndrome, but also a part of it is that because high performers are performing at a level that a lot of people cannot understand, and maybe they're like spitting ideas at a thousand miles an hour speed, um, there aren't going to be a lot of people around them to push them forward. Instead, there's going to be a lot of people who's telling them how awesome how they are and how great they are. And, oh my God, you're just doing amazing things. Like for an example, if you, if you take Elon Musk, he's a high performer. Look at him. Yeah. Look at the stuff that he's doing, right? How many right. people can actually fathom the ideas that he comes up with and the things that he's okay. doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so imagine that like in, in his place, if all the people are just raving about him and all they're doing is just putting him in a, on a pedestal, that's awesome. That's great. Great stuff. But that's not going to help him move forward. So this is one of the things that a lot of high performers struggle with. And the solution that I see to that is actually consciously surrounding yourself with people who would push you, who would challenge you. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it should be people who has achieved the same things that you have or who is at a better place. But that just means that you're surrounding yourself with people who is brave enough to challenge you and who is honest enough to be honest with you. 
So this is a massive, massive one. And also that's why I guess uh, coaches like myself come in as well, because we help people look at the world a little, little bit different. That way you kind of, the dream that you thought like 10 years of far, we're probably gonna achieve it much faster, right? So just having that support network and be conscious about it is I think very, very key to uh, being a high performer and performing at the level that you want to be. Wow, that's awesome. It, it's really interesting. I would not have thought that that's what the challenge is, but I can totally see it when, when you say it. it, it there, you can't surround yourself with yes people, right? You got to surround yourself with people who are going to ask questions and and what's the word I'm looking for, that they are going to, I guess I'll say challenge, but I don't really feel like it's necessarily challenging, but, but they're going to make sure that, that you have thought something all the way through and that you really, and it's not that they're saying, no, you can't do this. They're not the naysayers. They want you to be successful. They want to make sure that you've really thought of everything. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I think, uh, I think you can relate to this as well. When you are in business and we are an entrepreneur and you are doing all sorts of different business ventures, unless you are naturally coming from a background where there is business mindset and thinking differently and entrepreneur background, you're not going to get a lot of people who is going to say, yep, that's great. That's absolutely a great idea. A lot of people are going to say, are you crazy? Yeah, you can't do yeah. that. That's, that's, that's not possible. Well, no one has done it. So I, I, I don't think it, that that's going to be your feedback. So you can either listen to that or you can either surround yourself with the type of people who is actually going to push you forward. So just being conscious of that actually would save you a lot of grief in the long run. Yes, absolutely. I have to take a quick sponsor break and then we'll continue. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are Transform Your Company by Alex Vorobiev and The Irresistible Consultant's Guide to Winning Clients by David A. Fields. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today we're speaking with Vindia V about creating exponential success. Okay. We were talking before the break about um, making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to um, make sure that you're thinking things through, that you're, um, that, that aren't naysayers, but are going to help you process and push you to, to get where you need to be. And, and one of the things that you said, um, which is, which I totally get is that you know, that's why a lot of people hire a coach because they want that objective outside observer. But what does someone do if they can't afford a coach? That is a great question because I think a lot of people, um, 
do want to get help and that's why they refer to books and webinars and seminars and whatnot. Um, but the idea of hiring a coach is something sometimes for some people it's, it's out of their reach. So I think uh, there are a lot of free resources that you can get hold of even if you cannot get a coach. I think the key element of having a coach is, as I said before, is to make you think differently, completely different to how you're thinking. Because if, if we shift the way that you look at things right now, it will make you look differently at whatever that hurdle that you have or whatever that goal that you have. So even, even something simple as just listening to somebody that is inspiring to you can help you or somebody who is at the place that you want to get to or somewhere near would definitely help. And one of the other things that I have done in the past is actually just look at people who is around you, who's inspiring, whether they have done what you want to do or not. So for an example, if you are in business for, I don't know, say real estate, but you don't have somebody who is in real estate around you, that is okay. But if you've got somebody who is in a different business, that is still good. Because they're still, although maybe the product is different or the service is different, but the challenges might still be quite similar or the challenges that they have been through is similar. So that's another way to do it, but just making sure that you do have people who is going to challenge your thinking. That is the, that I think that is, that is the key thing. And also you can always ask your question, ask a question from yourself. This comes from being super aware of yourself. That's, the really, really key to it. And as you move forward with your business, you'd realize that how much aware you become of yourself is how far your business is going to go. The less aware you are, that means you're going to have more challenges and you're probably going to hit the same challenges and you're probably either in denial or you have got no idea what's going on. So the more you can challenge your thinking and even if you, even if it's some, something simple, like a really simple assumption or even a t tiny word that you use, like I should do that. Well, ask yourself, well, wh why, what happens if you don't do it? What happens if I don't do it? And if it's a fear of say failure, which is a common one, right? Fear of failure, just, uh, okay. So what if I fail this? Well, what happens yeah. then? Just, Start writing down the list of things that you're going to do if you fail because it is a part of failure and a lot of no's and a lot of rejections. Let's be honest, right? So rather than avoiding it, just look at, okay, if it fails, what my plan B, plan C, plan D, what are you going to do? So just don't let that stop you, but just always question yourself, always challenge yourself and just try to catch yourself when you assume things, when you believe things or when you, you need, when you feel that, okay, this is coming from the wrong place of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So people can really, so I really like this a lot because if they listen to people who inspire them and they allow themselves to question themselves and say, okay, why am I not doing this? What happens if I don't do it? What happens if I do do it? 
I find a lot of times, I think I heard at one point, someone said, it's not change that people are afraid of. It's what's on the other side of change because they can't picture it. They, they don't know really what it looks like. And so they're, it's like the unknown. So they're afraid of it. So if you can walk yourself through, like you were just saying, this is what it's going to look like, or this is what will happen if I don't do it. This is what will happen if I do do it then they can see it and it becomes less scary. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, something that uh, even you may have gone through is, uh, you, you know, you sometimes can't even sleep properly because either there's something in your mind or something could go wrong. There's zillion things in your head, especially, I don't know, I do that sometimes. Yeah, sure. Um, you know how that feels? Uh, yep. So the very moment that happens, if you're having sleeping problems, one of the best things that you can do, other than, you know, just being grateful for what you have got and what you have done through the day and everything, one thing that you can do is just to write down everything that's bothering you. Whether that's a hundred long list, it doesn't matter. Just write it down. And then you would probably start sleeping properly after that. Because remember, it's, it's our subconscious basically just kicking into gear and saying, hey, there's something off here. Hey, there's something dangerous here it's it's our subconscious trying to protect us but look around you i mean there is no tigers or lions around are there so <laughs> if if there isn't then there is no real danger it's, it's just yeah. your subconscious kicking into gear so you just have to understand that and just write it down and that's one of the key things actually that i do and i highly recommend all my clients to do as well which is to have a a, a journal have a journal and write down anything that you either feel worried or you've got an insight or whatever because there is power when you write stuff down not type but write physically and just set that off just whatever the fear or whatever the doubt or whatever the alternative scenarios that's happening whatever is going wrong just write that down and that's set away and then your subconscious is gonna get, go oh okay all right she knows he knows okay yep it's all good it's all set yep she's aware of it and then it's gonna just let you be nice I like that a lot. I find when I can't sleep, if I get up and I do something um, that, that's forward moving in my business, no matter how small, like I could write an article or I could make my to-do list for the next day or whatever, get all those thoughts that are in my head out of my head um, and do something, then I can go back to sleep. Because it's, it's like overcoming whatever it is that I'm afraid of, then I just take action on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think uh, one of the things that I've had to learn the hard way is that everything that you want that you don't have right now is on the other end of you being uncomfortable. It's all outside your comfort zone. You That's just have to point. keep pushing it. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if it's in your comfort zone, you would have it by now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Cause it would be easy. Yeah. Yeah. It would be easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching my daughter do that right now, going totally outside of her comfort zone to <laughs> achieve something. It's awesome. Cause you know what? She's really embracing it and realizing that it is not as bad as whatever she thought when she started. So. Yeah. Is, yeah. A good example. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
it just made me laugh because I just thought of something um, that I told one of my clients is that um, about this thing about not, not feeling confident, you know, whether it's talking to a client or, um, you know, going and doing a pitch or whatever. Um, the question that I have is then, remember when you first started walking? <laughs> You started, you know, like you started falling, right? You, you, right. you probably fell like hundreds and thousands of times before you actually stood up and started walking. Now, when you first stood up and you fell, you never went, oh, okay, I'm, it's probably not for me, so I'm just going to give up. Yeah. <laughs> we never said that, right? And our parents never right. said that as well. Right. You know, exactly. girl, the walking thing is not for you, so let's just forget about it. Yeah, that's so that. great. No, no, that's so funny. This probably isn't for me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and actually so with anything that we've ever done, it's funny that you say that because a lot of times when I speak that, that I'll, I'll go through that. Like, you know, do you remember learning how to tie a shoe? No, okay, but you didn't do it the first time you tried. Riding a bicycle, right? There's all sorts of things that we try and we fail. And riding a bicycle, you fall down like learning how to walk as well it hurts but you still get up and yeah. and master it absolutely um and i think that's where uh, one of the key elements when when you are having a, your own business having that thing that you're so passionate about no matter how many kickbacks that you get no matter how many rejections that you get you're still passionate about it you still want to still do it and if you don't do it you feel incomplete that's where that thing comes into play because if you're doing something for the wrong reason or for a shorter gain then quite often when you get those kickbacks you are most likely going to give up because it's just hard yeah it's so hard yeah. so that's where yes we need to push push through but also have something like a you know you know light on your back that is going to just sparkle through no matter whatever the hard time that hits you. Yeah, right, right. If you're really invested in it, you'll keep pushing through to get it done. Hmm. That, that's really interesting. So I, I have um, a, sort of a, a different sort of question for you. If you could go back in time and talk to your 20-year-old self, what advice would you give yourself? That's a very interesting question. I think I would give a lot of <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest ones that I would give myself is don't ever sacrifice who you are for what other people want you to be. Oh. I have made this mistake um, in my personal life and uh, gone very wrong with it. Um, and I've, I started doing that early on in my business as well because I wasn't sure whether I was good enough or whether people would like me for who I am and everything. But if I could go back, I would definitely tell myself, don't ever sacrifice who I really am because there are going to be people who's not going to like me and there are going to be people who is going to like me. So for the people who's not going to like me, that's fine. Bye-bye. Just that's all right. That's all good. Everyone yeah. can like and dislike. But for the people who do like me and who I can completely serve, that means a lot. So never, ever sacrifice who I really am. 
I think that is great advice. That that's very interesting. I think that's wonderful. And and I I feel like if you stay true to who you are, that's how you're going to be the most successful because that's what's going to resonate with the people who you are supposed to resonate with, right? That's where you're going to build the best business relationships and the best personal relationships because you're being authentic and genuine and you're going to connect with the people who you want in your world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because the analogy that I can just think of is it's, it's like um, dating, right? When you first yeah. start dating, um, it's great. You know, you just wearing your best makeup and the best dresses and you're looking pretty as nobody's business. And uh, you do that for a couple of hours, maybe a week. And, but then the real side of you might be, there might be things that is quirky and weird and wonderful and whatever that you're not showing to the other person. Right. But it takes quite a bit of time for, for each other to kind of understand who really each other are. What are the, what are the pitfalls? What are the quirky qualities or the weird qualities that, that each other have? Now, if you are putting up that mask, right. You are not going to be able to kind of keep up with it. And, and, people are going to see through that very, very quickly and very easily as well. And you're going to get tired of it because it's tiring being somebody else. It's hard yeah. enough being myself. So it's so tiring to be somebody else. So yeah. you're going to find it much, much, much easier. And you're going to attract the type of clients. You're going to attract the type of partner. You're going to attract the type of people who is actually going to love you for who you are if you stay true to yourself. But it takes a, a bit of guts and it takes a bit of time for you to kind of gain, gain that confidence that, oh, it, actually, it's okay. I might be quirky, I might be weird, but there's a bunch of people who's going to like me for who I am. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's great. That That is great advice. Uh, I have to tell you that I, I really enjoy this conversation. I'm so appreciative that you have joined me to talk about this because I think these are things that most entrepreneurs, small business owners, business leaders, you know, fill in the blank, are really challenged with. And, and it comes from uh, feeling good enough. It comes from not wanting to be boastful. It comes from fear of the unknown. Like there's so many things there. But the insight and the input that you've shared with the listeners I, I think it does a couple of things. One, I think it gives them permission to own how they're feeling so they can move past it. And it also lets them know that they can move past it, that, that there's absolutely the opportunity to be as successful as they really want to. So thank you so much for sharing that. And would you share with the listeners how they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Diane. Um, so anyone who is interested in kind of um, growing and amplifying their business, whether it is uh, at uh, early stages or whether it's at a stable stage, um, that is especially who I am working with right now um, because I want to help create businesses that is self-managed. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing at the moment. They get into business and they forget why they got into business in the first place and they're working 12, 15 hours before you know it. So my passion is to help individuals create businesses and build 
businesses to the level that uh, that they can actually enjoy the life that they wanted to when they first started. So anyone who's interested can just come and join me at www.vindyav.com. So that's V-I-N-D-Y-A vwe.com and just say hi and hello and there's a lot of free resources as well um and i would love to um talk to anybody when i get a chance that's great thank you thank you so much i think this was so valuable and i always like to thank the listeners as well as our sponsor uh remember if you would like to get a free trial and a free audiobook from audible.com please go to audibletrial.com slash business growth to sign up Continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Somewhere out there, there's a man on a park bench eating his 500th PB&J. He has no idea Papa John's has new papadillas that are way better than a boring sandwich. With Papa John's best meats, cheeses, and veggies hand-folded into a crispy flatbread crust. Someone better tell that man. Get a new Papadilla in one of four flavors for just six bucks. Better ingredients, better pizza, better than a sandwich. Papa John's. Not valid with discounts, fees, and taxes. Extra prices may vary. These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah! I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. out.